0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at BYTE.COM. That's B Y T E.COM. Start your confidence journey today with BYTE. Hey guys, don't you remember when you used to be ready to go? Ready to hit the ground running? But these days you're kind of like pit basketball. You know, big game against Mom Mouth, took till the second half, from the going to get going. Well, we're well here to help. Go to Bluetooth.com. And a promo code armchair. Get your order free on us. All you got to do is pay the $5 shipping. You'll do a 10-minute examination. It's over the phone. You just answer some questions. And you're going to get that extra confidence in some bed again. You're going to be slam dunking again. Grabbing rebounds. Hitting threes. Everything. So again, guys, go to bluechew.com. And get hard now <laughs> hey guys welcome in it's Vlad airs there another pit panther Rants, another sports rants podcast maybe to work on some new ones you know some you know I should have threw in the rocky speech you know because that's what Kate wanted to do for with uh, Xavier Johnson yesterday but you know whatever welcome in you guys another podcast broughty Armchair media Happy Tuesday to you guys. I, um, wanted to podcast yesterday, but I had a uh, kid's birthday to prepare for, and that just, you happens. So, but yesterday, Pip took on Monmouth, and, um, you know, Pip was a, um, it was interesting. Pip was a, um. They were, pl- they were um, a 15 point favorite And um, I didn't like it Monmouth actually covered the 15 point spread They lost by 13 But if you bet the under If there was an under on that game I'm sure the under was probably, around a one, probably Like 139, 140 Is pretty much what all College Hoops games are usually I'm sure you probably struck big with that because pick off to a really slow start, but they woke up in the second half as they got some uh, just new life. I mean, Xavier Johnson had a decent second half, and like Jeff Capel said, kind of like Rocky Three. Rocky was a champ. He was the he was no longer the hunter. He was the hunted. You know he basically he had a lot of distractions you know he was doing a lot of commercials and he was you know enjoying the limelight then all of a sudden well Clubber Lane came in the picture and we all know what happened there Clubber Clubber became the hunter and he kicked the shit out of Rocky in the first fight and almost put Rocky in retirement but you know what Rocky was on the um Rocky was on the verge of retirement then. He was getting ready to retire after his statue unveilment. And Clubber showed up to his um, thing and called him out and challenged his manhood. He told um, Adrian, how would you have to come to my place and get yourself a real man? And that just triggered Rocky and Rocky um came out and all of a sudden they were going to fight. Mickey was all against it. Mickey was towards the end of his you know, his life, as we all knew. Mickey um, died, you know, he had a heart attack before the fight, and he died afterwards. He knew that uh, Clubber would knock him out three rounds, and Clubber just did that. In fact, Rocky was still out of shape. He couldn't run with Clubber. And it took Apollo Creed to, um, you know resuscitate Rocky because Rocky was rock bum at that point and I think you know you know, Apollo didn't want somebody like Clubber being the champion you know obviously Apollo probably said you know I did lose this damn belt just for you to fucking lose it to Clubber Lang so I'm gonna fix this shit and you're gonna win this title you win this title again so you know Apollo fixed Rocky, and he taught Rocky all of his moves, and then, you know, Rocky won, and he had that secret fight, which supposedly, um, according to, if you watch Creed, Creed asked, you know, Adonis Creed, which is the son of Apollo, asked, who won that secret fight, and Rocky said Apollo, so, I hate to spoil that if I did, but, um, yeah, I mean, if you check out the Creed... Both creeds were actually pretty good. The first one was the best because I, I wasn't sure how it was going to be because t- Hollywood tends to screw these up. But Rocky was in you know was had his hands in this, and he did a, they did a really good job on it. Creed was nicely done. Creed two with Drago, it felt like the storyline with Drago was being rushed in the beginning, but Adonis obviously gets his ass beat by you know Drago's son. And of course, you know... Creed has his own epiphany as well. Similar to Rocky. And then, you know... And obviously... Creed doesn't kill Drago's son. Drago's dad throws the towel. And Drago and his son are reunited. They have a more... It, it, was, it was weird. It was like... It was almost like both sides won that match. It was like... Creed avenges his dad's death. But... Drago has a more of a connection with his son than just boxing. It's like he actually cared. When he threw the towel, he actually cared for his son. He was, you know, it wasn't your warrior you die. He wanted to keep his son alive. You know, his father instincts kicked in. I mean, pit basketball is going to take its lumps. It already has this season. There's going to be a lot of good good and bad. Don't mind the uh, noise in the back. I'm driving and... I'm just podcasting to stay awake because I'm tired of falling asleep at the wheel. There's no quick fix to pit basketball right now. Pit had its golden area of basketball. And it, it, it didn't really end when Jamie Dixon left. The golden era left us the moment Gil Brown's free throw bricked out and Nazar Robinson fouled the flopper from Butler, Matt Howard. That was when the golden era of pit basketball was officially dead. It wasn't when Jamie Dixon left. It ended on that faithful game against Butler. And Jamie just kept the ship sinking. Or not sinking, I should say. He kept it afloat until, um, you know, we got a new AD. And then TCU said, hey, um, we're upgrading our facilities and we're going to give you a nice salary. We're going to give you everything you want. Plus, you get to recruit in Texas. And Jamie said, okay, sign me up. And then we said, okay, it makes sense. We can, uh, you know, get rid of Jamie and, you know, find another coach, ACC level. Well, we replaced him with Kevin Stallings, and we know what happened there. So that's why we got to sit back and let Jeff Capel build. Right now, we have issues up front, and we saw that against West Virginia. It doesn't excuse um, how the other guys are playing, I just hope that X, you know, wakes up. And supposedly he deleted his Twitter. Well, he deleted he deleted he dele- he deleted the app because he got tired of what people were saying about him. And I, and I get that you hate criticism, but when you're as when you're as popular as you are at that point, you're going to get criticized. You're e- you're easily open for it. Anyway, it's not going to get easy for Pip Basco rest of this way. Now. I read that Sean Clifford, of Penn State, is getting death threats after the he gone from after the Minnesota loss. If it wasn't for Sean Clifford, Penn State would have lost Indiana on Saturday. The plays that he made are the reason they were, they were managing to keep up with Indiana. Indiana was a fourteen point dog, and Penn State should have blew this team out. And Penn State's defense, the lawn boys, especially the secondary, those guys. Well, the lawn boys are still in their lunch break. Either that or they've been outsourced. Maybe the uh, you know, you know, maybe the you know the, the person who usually gets their lawn done, maybe it went with somebody else, you know, better price, who knows. But the lawn boys have been on break. And they've been since the Michigan game. They had all this hype. Michigan kind of exposed them a little bit, and in Minnesota it was worse. And in Indiana, well, Indiana was running on them, and they should be. I mean, if anything, they should be thankful that Indiana is not as talented as they were, or didn't have you know, or did have the same talent as Minnesota because they would you know they would, be, they would have another loss. But now they're going to go to Columbus and. I don't know. Their only hope of winning that game is going to be keeping... Justin Smith. I'm sorry. Correction. Justin Fields. I don't know where I'm getting Justin Smith from. Their only hope is to keep him contained in the pocket. But he's actually been a heck of a thrower. Supposedly, the knock on him was he was more of a runner than a thrower. But... I don't know. I mean... It's hard to say. He hasn't really played anybody. It's hard to say what he is right now. But Penn State's got to do something to challenge him because they haven't had a challenge yet. So, just like Clubber Lang, you know, when Rocky would challenge him the second time, Clubber said, I don't consider Balbella a challenge because he's not a challenge. And that's kind of what this is right now. So I don't know what Penn State's got to do. I mean... Their offense hasn't been all that great. Sean Clifford's floating his passes, and I said that you know weeks ago about him. It's not going to fly this time against this defense, so, and their running game hasn't been all that good. So it's unless uh, something happens similar to Justin Reed, as what happened to two to you know two and Bama, and this this is not going to look good. But I think Penn State will come out fighting fight in the, in the beginning, but eventually Ohio State's going to wear them down. We'll see. Anyways, to, to look at the rest of the a- a- ACC for that weekend, Florida State beat Alabama State to clinch their um, their bowl bid. Wake, um, I thought Wake would cover a 34 against Clemson. Wake got the crap beat out of them. Ever since Clemson got disrespected, for that playoff spot. With the uh, championship game is. So yeah, don't roll them out yet. Now looking at the rest of the ACC, Syracuse hammered Duke. Syracuse was like a plus uh, two twenty plus on the money line. So if you dropped like a sixty dollar, a fifty dollar bet on uh, Syracuse, should you you win well over two hundred bucks? Louisville, BNC State, thirty four twenty. It was that game was a very you know low scoring game in the beginning, and then eventually picked up. But uh, the problem still continues for NC State. Look at the rest of the top twenty. Well, let's look at it. Bama, they destroyed Mississippi State, but they lost their starting quarterback. Not good. Michigan destroyed Michigan State, forty-four to ten. Notre Dame hammered Navy, which was no big surprise. Um, Auburn knocked off Georgia. And I'm giving this person a gift here to make his turn. And yeah, he's hesitant. I'm not sure what he's doing, picking his ass. I don't know. That's the problem when you drive in rush hour traffic is you deal with shit like this. All right, well, I can only do so much, man. I've let about 10 cars pass, and I know I'm not going to go any further, but. Okay, this guy flipped his lights on me, but my lights are on, so they're on auto. And I see them on, so. I think he was just waving me. He was actually, I guess, you know, thanking me. A guy in a BMW SUV thanking me. God, the smug. There's. And just one think My my thing on people driving fancy cars is things. Is you know, my faith in people driving fancy cars is gone. Uh, Georgia beat Auburn twenty fourteen. Minnesota lost a you know a big game against Iowa twenty three nineteen. Um, when you play at Kinnick, it's always a tough place to play. No matter you know if anything, Kirk Frenz by himself. Another. He bought himself another uh, some more job security, probably another, probably another extension. So I'm sure Minnesota will get a thank you card. Minnesota beat themselves in this game. And of course they're obviously out of the picture. Baylor had a huge ass lead against Minnesota, Oklahoma. And they blew it in the second half. It was at one point they left 3-1-10 and we all know about 3-1-10 It was funny because I posted a screenshot of that score from the pit Cincinnati game and everybody started telling me their memories about that game matter of fact I need to screenshot those memories because there were some funny ones but I get it you guys it hurt me too and of course this guy's is cr- cutting over four lanes of traffic to make a left turn that he realized he just had to make just had to make Well, that's what happens when you drive in traffic. But my buddy, he works, um buddy I work with, his son plays at Baylor. It was a long ride home for him, obviously. I mean, he said it was very hype. It was a, it was a hype atmosphere. But, you know, Pitt, for some reason, they were up thirty-one ten, and they just, you know, they kicked the Marty Gilliard it was 3 and for most of that third quarter, they pissed around, and eventually Cincinnati came back, and it was like, oh, shit. They came back. We got to start scoring touchdowns now. And, of course, we get the lead. Andrew Giannaco muffs the uh, hold. Cincinnati comes back and scores. And as one person pointed out on Twitter, that game still Dave Wonstead fate. Looking back, you know, talking to Matt Zemek about that, I'm not I'm not sure if that game would've saved Dave Wonstad's job. I think um, the AD at the time, Smiley as we called him, Steve Peterson, wasn't really all that crazy about Dave. And Dave wasn't crazy about him. So I really don't think us um being Cincinnati for the Big East Championship and getting our asses beat by Tim Tebow in the BCS bowl game. Was gonna save us from Peterson firing warning. So I don't think that I don't think that when if we would have won it, would have saved Dave Wonstead's job. I think he was gonna be gone no matter what. And obviously, the next season things went off the rails pretty quickly. And on top of that, we had the we had the report that came out about all the offs uh, of of the um, the stuff that was happening off campus. Or on campus with the uh, football players all the instance of the football players and pretty much he was done after that he couldn't you know he had no ground to stand on so I don't think the Cincinnati game derailed the pit program it was the firing of Dave Wonstadt and of course all the shit that afterwards where we fired Dave we hired Mike Haywood Haywood gets fired two weeks later we have to rush and hire Todd Graham the entire recruiting class is gone the shit then um, a year later Todd Graham leaves and of course the program and the recruiting class for that goes to shit because we have to hire another coach and then Paul Chris came in and he cleaned house and you know that was that so you know we're eventually you know we're back now at full strength. We just got hope that, you know, Michigan State doesn't want to, you know, take Pat Narduzzi off us yet, which I don't think they will. I think they're, they're going to want a sexy, hire like a like an offensive type guy hire. Because, because offense is where everything goes these days. I don't know. Well, other stuff that happened this weekend, we had, um well, we had Colin Kaepernick having his workout. And I think after what happened here i mean there's a lot of stuff going around back and forth of what happened he changed his mind at the last you know the last minute wants to have his practice at another facility he wants his crew he wants you know tr- basically he wanted transparency and on the other side the nfl said they were going to give him everything he, he, they wanted they were going to let him you know record it so he can share the you know the you know, they would record it, and then he would get a copy of that tape where he can share it. But Colin obviously doesn't have a whole lot of trust with the NFL, and... I don't know if the NFL has is too crazy about him either. So I don't know, guys. I think at the end of the day, it's a pissing match between Kaepernick and the, and the NFL. And I don't think it's ever going to resolve itself. And I think, really, I don't... Unless some team... Comes and signs him. I think he's. I think his days are officially done. And I think it's probably best that both parties move on. Both both parties move on. Cap and NFL. You know, he had his practice. And obviously, he can still throw the ball fine. But you know, any quarterback you put on that practicing, they're gonna have a really nice tape too because they're just throwing. They're just basically it's just a glorified. Elite, <laughs> elite eleven drill. But uh, there's no defenders, so he's just thrown down the field. That's it. I mean, he. I mean, you throw Tom Savage back there with his arm strength, he's gonna look good too. They all do. And you know, Kaepernick got an opportunity that most people that have been out of the league three years. Would love to have, but if anything, the way what I probably see is this: maybe Kaepernick probably realizes, you know, you know, you know, no matter what I do, no one's going to sign me. So what's the point? I'm just going to have it here, and I'm going to have, I'm going to let everybody see what I can do. The thing is, is, the thing about this whole thing, what's bad is. The people who are very vocal for Kaepernick think now, now think, pretty much think he's a clown now. Stephen A, he um, took a beating because he says this guy doesn't want to play no more. Shannon Sharp, he's alluded to the same thing. He, you know, and Shannon Sharp's been very vocal about Colin Kaepernick and to a point where he's pissed a lot of people off. And he doesn't mind engaging with those people either. So at the end of the day, you got two sides of this argument. One side's going to believe what they want to believe, and their other side's going to believe what they want to believe. And there's just somewhere down the middle there's the truth. And at the end of the day, I think I wish the guy well. I hope, he, I hope somebody signs him. But if it doesn't happen, I think it's both... It's time for both people to move on. And if anything, Capric's still getting paid. He's you know, Nike's taking care of him. So I don't think as far as money goes, I don't think Capric's hurting too bad for money. He's got plenty of it. So if anything, he probably he gets the title of being the guy who got blackballed for what happened you know, for basically for what he did. I don't know. Anyways, guys, I'm gonna close it here. I'll talk to you guys probably Thursday or Friday. I'm on call this week, which means I tried to rec- I tried to record at lunchtime today. Just didn't happen, and you know what? I'm driving right now in rush hour, and I felt tired. So I was like, you know what? Let me just pop on the damn phone and let me record because it's the only things that keep me awake. Oh, well, guys. Head out of pit. Talk to you later.